0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chapter Tactics, where we talk about both tactics and strategies for both new and veteran players alike. I am your host, Magic Use Fly, also known as Matt, and with me today we have a smorgish board, smorgish, <laughs> smorgasbord
1: What is it? Smorgish board? board of uh, according to
2: Templeton the Rat from Charlotte's Web. That yeah.
1: Is <laughs> <laughs> Templeton
0: the Rat. <laughs> so we have a buffet of people here today. Uh, we've got. Uh, I'll introduce them one at a time here. Uh, we got Wyatt, also known as Jack of Clubs painting. Yo, what's up? Let's go, baby. After that, we've got Kenny, uh, also known as Next Level Painting. Yo, dog, great to be here. And we have Zach, also known as Big Red.
1: Just Zach. Yeah, just Zach. No, I'm just <laughs> no, it's good. Hey, everybody.
0: Yeah, um, let's just do a roundtable real quick and have everybody introduce yourselves more. So then that way, uh, people that don't know who you guys are uh, can get the full scope of what's going on here. Uh, Let's start off with uh, Wyatt. Hey, everybody. I'm Wyatt, uh, also
3: known as Jack of Clubs Painting. Stream a lot of painting videos on Twitch and have tutorials on YouTube. Also part of the Long War podcast with
0: my friend Kenny. And uh, we play in tournaments a lot. Wait, hold on a second. You and Kenny are friends? Yeah. What the hell? I didn't even know that. What? (laughs) All right, Kenny, go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Yeah, man. My boy, White, over here. Pretty much, I'm just going to copy and paste what he said. Like, we make videos. We pay models. Kind of like hobby, uh, renaissance focus. Kind of, you know, in general. Like, we like to play hard and also present baller looking armies almost as with equal dedication, which, you know, you could look me up on uh Twitch. If you want to see how that entire process happens live, or I also am dedicated to an education platform along the, the same lines.
0: Awesome. And finally, Zach, go ahead. Tell us all about yourself, buddy.
1: Oh, well, how much time do you, uh, you got? Yeah. <laughs>
0: you got five minutes, five minutes, all right.
1: Stretch it out. Five minutes. Oh, yeah. Man. So <laughs> back in the day I was born, <laughs> um, yeah, just friends of all of you. i played Warhammer uh, since 8th and uh, did a lot in SoCal and a bunch of other stuff and uh, just really a fan of the game. So I got mixed up with these yahoos, why at first in our amazing doubles tournament and it just went on from there. These guys taught me how to paint models too, they're amazing and it's really good friends. Motherfucker, I, I was you know first. You, I we played were you that first, Jinky yeah. But that was, yeah, it in was, a, garage. It was in a garage, yeah. We you know the first tournament, yeah. Bug, <laughs> you didn't have just, matching t shirts, yes. We had matching, t- and I still have that shirt, by the way. Look, so
2: Zach, I. Zach, I didn't say I knew Zach, I'm just saying he once touched me, you know. <laughs> In a garage. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I, yeah,
2: you know what?
0: Kenny, Kenny, I feel like I have the same story as you. He he also touched me inside of a garage. It's uh, very mm. strange. Is that just mm. your thing? Is that your kink yes. sack?
1: You should uh, subscribe to my OnlyFans to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm just kidding. I don't have that.
0: All right. He gives out for free. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. <laughs> Alright, so these yahoos here, these jabronis, uh, these guys are, um... <laughs> we uh, we met uh, not too long ago um, over on Tinder, um, yeah. all, on our info bios, it just said, yeah, I play 40k, so what? And then like, uh, we just all met up, uh, started playing games together, um, and uh, we went to the Dice Hammer uh, team tournament, uh, mm-hmm. what, like a couple of months ago? Was it last yeah. year? That was a couple months ago. It was a couple, a couple months, months ago. ago. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We went there like a couple months ago. Um and uh that was like my that was my first tournament um which mm-hmm. was a team tournament. So that was a lot of fun. Uh got to practice with these guys and everything like that. So they're all really cool fellows. Um yeah. To, yeah. And in this episode we're talking about uh team tournaments again, but this time we're talking about the LVTT because it's coming up in September. Uh I think it's like September 24th or something like that. Mm-hmm. So coming Sounds up. Great. Yeah. Yeah, it's coming up real quick, so uh we have to get together, start talking about like our list coming up with game plans, what we want to do because it's like 2 months out. And yeah, that whole uh that whole thing. So we're talking about the LVTT today. And I've never gone to the LVTT, but you guys have. You guys have gone to the Las Vegas team tournaments in the it's past. It's
2: relatively new in the 5v5 team format. It's not hmm. it's not like an
0: old old, you know, lineage
2: of, of of running five-man events with frontline games they kind of broke into that more recently mm. and so we only went once and i think there was only one um, before that right i like, think so there's like nope
3: that was the first one.
2: Oh, okay okay but, so but we have gone to plenty of uh, team events in general but that mm-hmm. was really exciting to go to las vegas for something other than you know lvo right yeah going
0: yeah.
2: into that stage was was our first time specifically, and it was but it was pretty much what we expected from like a larger draw. Uh, what I mean by that too is not just like numbered attendance because you saw when we went to uh the California Team championships hosted by Dice Hammer, you saw that there's a lot of people there, yeah, yeah, so obviously it's a big tournament it's but uh it's not big in the sense of its like na- national draw, yeah, so yeah. You ha- so you have a different Thought process knowing that it's gonna be mostly local people with some hardcores coming from out of state versus Vegas, it's gonna be like like
3: last year, Vegas was probably the largest congregation of talent in North America, mm-hmm. other than Elvio. Like it was Oh for real. Oh, okay. Whoa. Yeah.
0: Is is it I as don't... scary as the Dice Hammer one? Like uh Um. The field's a little bit wider, but you
3: just have more, you have more people show up, right? Because everybody likes playing in their their clubs or their teams for ITC points, right? Like we have the XPZ guys, we have Art War. Uh, there's so many, right? Um, but then you add another layer onto that where instead of like, you're all just playing individual games, trying to get your best rank. Now you're actually on a team playing with your boys, scheming, get your team comp and every round is one v one games but you're in like a bank of five tables and your team is playing somebody else's team so there's this whole added level to it and people go crazy for that because it's mm-hmm. such a nice change of pace from like the gts and the majors where you're just like out there one v one ing trying to get your best rank Yeah.
2: to and- answer the question the question is like is it harder and i i believe it's not harder i believe the bigger draw events though why it, is 100% accurate. It was the biggest congregation of national talent. I mean, what, wasn't like Dallas Open or something happening that same weekend? Or It was
3: more... uh, Warzone Houston.
2: Warzone Houston was happening. It's like, it didn't matter because like no, none of these guys were there. Like the entire Art of War team's there. Like it just the name one, like everyone is there. And so because there's so many teams, so many tables, the math of you getting incredibly hard matchups, just talent-based matchups, right? I'm not saying like, there's like so many other matchups to consider, but just in avoidance of the top people is much easier than bigger the field. And so I feel like something like what we just went to, which was your first experience, which that's why I think that was a great question. Is it harder? Because we're about to go, right? Yeah, And you just came back from California, which was hard, right?
0: Oh yeah, it was was hard. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was like super, super cutthroat. Not cutthroat in the sense of like, people were like, Assholes or anything. Yeah. I mean, like everyone came to
2: win. Everyone yeah, was the, list, really hard. the
0: talent. Yeah. It's like there's some heavy hitters in yeah, SoCal.
2: I, I man. think that's harder. I think the California is harder. Yeah. Like, the SoCal, you're, you're, you're drawing from SoCal, and everybody who is all these hardcore teams in this region practicing together all the time, getting real good, and then everyone who's not one of them is coming to win, like flying out here to win. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean? Yeah. So it's. I think it's a it's a harder fight. Uh, I think mm-hmm. I'll, I think you'll be surprised. we go to vegas that we're we're gonna uh,
0: you're just gonna feel like you have more room to breathe as you're Mm. getting your matchups and playing for sure all right well let's let's do like a you know what let's just do a quick recap of the dice hammer tournament that uh we all went to the team tournament that we went to and how that was like uh zach do you want to talk about like your experience at that team tournament and what you feel about team tournaments just like in general
1: Mm. yeah um feeling about team tournaments in general i I like them, I I stopped really the 1v1, uh, I did a lot in 8th, so I got a little more burnt out from it, but team tournaments is is more my style, the strategy involved and the preparation and um, how it's so important to do your matchups correctly and the list you bring and the way you build and your thought process for playing is is how I like to enjoy the game uh, a lot. Uh, The 1v1 is sometimes too much of a crapshoot and Mm -hmm. randomness, but... There's definitely uses to it. I think it's always fun, but the team tournament is where uh, I have the most fun. Um, recap, that was good. I mean, Hammer, you know, they always put on a great tournament. Uh, Nick Cardi runs that. It's, has been a great TO for a long time here in SoCal. Um, I'm also a little biased because I was born in the 40K scene of SoCal, which is, <laughs> in my opinion, probably the best scene and the toughest one. So when you talk about these large tournaments, they're typically like I say, easy, but they're, you know, when you kind of go through force and fire, you kind of go out, you're like, yeah, like you've already kind of seen the best of the best. So mm-hmm. um, it's a great tournament. They, they've always been, I think the nice thing about Diasamer has always been tough. Every, even, even the 1v1s, I mean, you go to this, these tournaments and you're like, anybody here can win this kind of thing, right? So you, you yeah. really kind of get your experience. Um, but, uh, you know, the format's good. Um, teams, teams were strong would what, what, what i play gray knights i think i yeah you played that Grey was
0: knights. the one thing just spoiler <laughs> alert this guy played gray knights didn't play gray knights once gave him a list and then he just like <laughs> stomped face the entire time just like yeah no 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 uh i I can't think of the word
2: i mean he drew jeff Poole on one and he yeah. was like
0: just
3: and
2: then
1: you beat him, bro. <laughs> bro. Zach is like
3: the Rain Man of 40k. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> don't tell, don't don't tell people my secret. No. Yeah, you know it's um, which is honestly a while. Also, like team tournaments, you could play some new stuff and and uh, kind of throw throw things off. But yeah, uh, great nights was fun. You know how I view the game and play the game might be different than some other people, but uh, uh, it was it, it's a really good list, good matchup. So yeah, I think I went oh yeah I had oh, that's what it was. I had such an interesting record three wins two ties like who yeah. does that you know <laughs> and, and and then the ties were against the crazy no I beat the tier Nid list didn't I or maybe I tied it, I don't know but yeah the the, the crazy Nid list and the crazy um towel stuff or yeah, two that I tied yeah um and then the rest were like wow great that's really are really good um but yeah it was, it was good competition especially for like not playing the game and coming in and seeing it you know like uh, my game against Jeff. Um, shout out to him, by the way. I love that dude. If he's listening, Uh playing this orcs, I was, I was really kind of like, you know, just super good at orcs, um and I played against orcs in a long time. And I just kind of saw how strong Grey Knights are in general, right? With how you can score yeah. and play this game. So I mean, they were that. Uh, I, de- I definitely played well, but the list was, or Grey Knights in general, definitely good. But yeah, overall, it was, it was, it's a, it's a great time, great list, and um, I mean, I. I think the the kind of finish that out, the Dice Hammer is super competitive, but there's a lot of really good people there. So you can have a really good time with everybody. Everybody Mm -hmm. knows each other. It's a real nice, close knit group. Um, I would even say, like, you see three or four times a year uh,
2: earlier, like, it's always been tough because they got their roots, like, you know, kind of grassroots, Mm -hmm. like they built up. I mean, I remember we used to go there, be like 36 people playing in a singles event. And it's like all 36 of those people are like from a different area Mm -hmm. and they would have all like won the road trader tournament last weekend like at their home shop you know what i mean and so it's always been a shark tank uh (laughs) but i think it's interesting because you talk about these great nights matt joked about how like this guy didn't even practice with them and you're talking about how like you discovered during that game while you're playing jeff pool one of the greatest 40k players like right now in north america uh, you're basically learning not only how good your army is at scoring, but how tough they are in general, like how good yeah. of like, you know, characteristics. And, you know, I'm looking at this little list of things we had to talk about. I'm like, how do you prepare for a team tournament? And I'm like, remembering all the talks you guys yeah. had. And it's like, you guys scheme that like in our team meeting format, like, cause right. Zach didn't, he was like a free agent. Like, what do I play? What do I play? And he was steered to Grey Knights because you guys had experience with them and he's coming back in and you were like, these are the units. This is what they do. You'll be, I, right. and yeah. that's, and that's, that's how, much that's it. how yeah. it happened. And that's how you, it's <laughs> pretty much. I
1: it. mean, that's really how 40 K is right now. Like, yeah. in it, which, which plays to my strengths a lot, just as a, how I play games and these kinds of things. Like you, if you give someone enough, enough time to prep, then it's more about like keeping your nerves calm and, and executing the plan. And, um, you know preparing for what goes wrong and how you change that i mean 40k Mm -hmm. really lies in that really well and i learned a lot of that preparedness absolutely yeah in in eighth i mean you just learn how to take things i just learned how to take things that went bad to try to make them good and kenny and wyatt definitely helped me with that but the game is really focused around if you give somebody some time um to really figure this thing out more like a mathematical level like yeah you can you can win a lot of games I, I just, just wanna, don't screw up.
0: I, I want to I chime in here and just like kind of talk about like a team tournament just in general. But uh, one thing that I realized was that after going to like the San Diego Open and playing at a singles event and then comparing mm-hmm. that to the team tournament. So team, different. It was so different. And like the team tournament, I didn't feel exhausted at all. Like yeah. at the San Diego open one, I felt exhausted after, you know, like day two. And I was like, do I really want to go to the third day? Mm-hmm. But like, at mm-hmm. the-
2: that's what I was going to ask you is like, at what moment yeah. were you considering not playing the rest of the tournament? Cause that's the, yeah.
0: that's
2: the, that's what always happens at a singles event. Almost no matter how good you're doing
0: yeah.
2: it, it is. There's like no additional stimulus entering your brain to encourage you to continue. Even when you're feeling mentally fatigued or physically fatigued, whereas that's the opposite in a team event.
0: Yeah, at the team event, like I felt great the whole way. Like I didn't feel tired, my legs weren't hurting. After SDO, I felt like an old man, dude. Like I felt like <laughs> my body was breaking down. I feel like I still haven't recovered. Like it's just like it's crazy. Um, but Wyatt, what about you? Uh for the Dice Hammer event, uh do you want to do a, a small little uh, brief summary of how that went for you?
3: Yeah, so um I was captain, which means that the uh responsibility of making our pairings falls to me, right? And so uh, it is still a great time, but slightly more stress Mm. for me because Mm. like I have to not only make decisions to try to win these games because it is like your team has to win the three out of five of our matches. Right. Yeah. Um, Or if there is ties, you have to win based on a points differential, right? We actually lost a round because of a ten point points differential because we got a tie, right? Um, it's Mr. So, fault, right?
1: I think we blamed him. Was that? Yeah, it's so always yeah, his fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's his fault for everything. We
0: love you, yeah. we love you, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh,
3: so I had to look at the list. I had to figure out um, the little mini game that the team captains have to play because there is the attacker and the defender uh, on these teams. And there's sort of like a preferential choice based on the role that you're in, which alternates. Right. Uh, So I tried to make sure not only that our guys were put into matchups where I thought they could win, at least on paper, but also that they would have like a good time. Like I uh, there's always the role on a team in a team event like this, where you are the kind of the odd man out and you have to fall on the sword a lot of times. And so I was trying to make sure that um, that was either going to be me or maybe somebody else to make sure that the team could do their best. So. Uh, in our first uh, team tournament with the other guys, uh, Kenny and I and Zach did really well, but our other two guys did not because that That's was me. just sort of That's me. the matches. Right. That's me. Uh, yeah! yeah. And so this time around with Matt on our team, like um, uh, I was I was having to take some of the the hits, right? Because I was running a really skew Chaos Space Marine list with our old decks. And um, I was like, if I can get our other guys who are playing a little bit more meta armies, into good matchups, then, like I'll lose all my games if it means that we win the round. right? That's like kind of my position uh, mm. with with this team. So I think it went well. I think we all had a good time. Um, we didn't have any like problems or anything yeah. like that. And so like Both overall it I think it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, we lost a lot. yeah, like, that yeah. that happens sometimes. like, uh, we did, we did better it.
2: in Vegas because, like you were saying, like we were mm-hmm. like there was like we were like three people. You need three people to win, right? That's just yeah. what just, I just said. Three people need to win or you lose the round. So it's okay if two of your guys are not pulling through, like and they're having mm-hmm. the tough matchups and they're not getting their wins, right? Because you're doing well. We had the inversion. We had like three guys not doing well, me included, and two guys doing good. You know, Wyatt and Zach, And so that's not enough to get through the fights. Mm-hmm can't you know you can't you literally can't win if only two guys are pulling pulling through and that's and like i said like there's paper you could look at you know like why said he's looking on paper but you can't account for talent player talent yeah right like there's the socal market is got a lot of people you've never heard of who are real good they're real prepared
3: yeah <laughs> so like that that whole tournament i was like what's going on like just mm-hmm. looking at these paper <laughs> matchups and i'm like is, is everything I know a lie? Like, am
2: I an imposter? <laughs> yeah. Is this all sham? Like, we should be winning is, these there, games. There is a caveat though that's worth mentioning. It's not an excuse, but it's, it is a fact. Is that that tournament happened right after big balance update? Oh, spread. yeah. Yeah. Mm. That, that's big,
0: like what screwed a lot of people over. Big was change that Huge happened. change, yeah. We lost to Plague Burst Crawler, so that was a big mm-hmm. blow to my
2: army. Like we lost its uh, one of its primary roles, which is to interact with things you can't see in an effective way. Like, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it still does damage. Yeah, yeah but like kind of like it, hitting things it can't see was like one of its best things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that was a big blow to, to like my army, which I did really well with at Vegas. So I had to like quickly adapt, you know, and it wasn't even optimized. I could still optimize it. Uh, Matt got
0: hit with the, oh, a mega the, the nerf. cost upgrades. Yeah. To, it was <laughs> to, crazy, to dude. And like I was the whole time I was like practicing like, okay, I'm thinking that my list is going to go up like 200 points, goes up like 400 points or something. And I'm like, bro, what am I? Yeah, I was like, what do I do? What did I like? And I was like, I have to hobby out like a couple of these things still. And like, what am I supposed to bring now? And it was like.
1: It was, and then your fallback wild. list was Crusher Stampede, which was gone. All right. yeah. and then it's like, oh, do we do the tiered stuff or not? That whole conversation. So
2: exactly. well, this messed with our preparedness a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, nope. yeah.
2: So like, so we just weren't able to pivot fast enough uh and be prepared enough to overcome that challenge at mm. least you know me me and uh matt, to make it as an excuse he was playing tau yeah
0: <laughs> well no 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 because what happened was that uh tau got nerfed with Monka, and then aoc also came out the same time oh, yeah. oh my god thank yeah. you for yeah. i
1: forgot
2: aoc came out so yeah, yeah aoc was
1: really, the big one huge
0: yeah yeah
2: you're right sorry yeah. to make i didn't mean to
0: throw you no, <laughs> <notes>.
1: so, <laughs> no it's okay he, he but, likes it but it's also matt's first tournament and like we mm. all i mean matt and I practice a lot. You guys, not, a player, you guys don't have to tur- sugarcoat it, are, right? I <laughs> no, mean, tournaments are rough. Like, it's different. I mean, yeah, playing me, like, you'll, you know, mm. you'll definitely learn a lot and get better. But tournaments are different. I mean, you got to mm. handle someone at the table and have a whole interaction. Yeah, never met before. Have that a three-hour social interaction with somebody. Yeah. And, and, and you got to make it fun and exciting. And, you know, like, all that It's tough. Like, tournaments are not oh, easy. yeah, but, and Not just because of the game, but interacting with someone for three hours and making sure both of you have a good time. Yeah. Is, is yeah.
2: The and on the subject of like, how would we prepare for this next team tournament is we have lessons learned like, cause it's very possible. Something will change. Yeah.
1: Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, caveat to this, right. It's like every time you go to a team tournament, it seems mm-hmm. like it's just about around something new dropping. Uh, <laughs> so, that, 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 so you always <laughs> like, you know, no just in general like like eighth and ninth ever since i've played this game any big thing that happens there's always something new that drops around it and mm-hmm. it's all it's the most annoying thing because you are then forced to pivot if if you yeah. want to right and it's like it's really quite frustrating i'm not I'm not the biggest fan which, it, which
2: basically, having with. a few
0: armies in your, your yeah. cabinet is helpful here you know and- yeah. yeah but Kenny what do you do when all of them get hit all right what, what, do you, what do you do uh, then, huh? What do you do then? Borrow, just, some, huh? borrow some gray knights from your buddy. That's right. just <laughs> Did You what they I do? Do.
1: They <laughs> buy <a dark> gray <laughs> from <a> <laughs> What does this list do? Oh, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. It, it,
2: <laughs> it has really good stats. You'll figure it out. You'll beat Jeff Pool round one. No yeah.
1: problem. That's, that's actually what, how we chose gray knights. Was like, what does this do? Does it score fifteen points every game on something? Yep. Does it yep. have AOC? Yep. Okay. I'll well, just take this army then. Yeah. Right. Kind of how the conversation went. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, right. the, oh, the cast bells. Okay, cool. Great.
0: Uh, <laughs> All right. So, uh, so that's a, that's a pretty good intro. Um, we'll, we're going to go and dive deeper into this type of stuff here. Uh, but before we do that, just need to give a quick shout out to FrontlineGaming.org, where you guys can get amazing game mats for not just 40k games, but almost any tabletop game out there. Purchase miniatures at a discount, enjoy some of the largest 40k events in the industry. Also got great shows like Signals from the Frontline, Chapter Tactics, Grim After Dark, Thursday Show with Adam Camillari, and so much more. That is FrontlineGaming.org LVTT tickets. The reason why we're even talking about this whole subject matter. <laughs> You know, go buy them. Go check them out. Uh, go join the event. It's gonna happen in September. So if you don't have your tickets yet, go get it. They also have a really really cool bundle. Um, where you can get like all the tickets, get a free bucket of beer, all that cool stuff, and then you can even have your logo printed on uh like uh objective markers for every single player in your uh, on your team. So that's what nice. five people. That's thirty objective markers that you get as well. So go check that out. Cool. Oh VTT, heck yeah! All right, so let's get into the nitty gritty here. And uh, let's just uh, let's let's go uh, and start off with Kenny. Um, what army are you going to be bringing to this LVTT, and why? Well, the plan is to bring the Blood Angels. Okay. So I mean, yeah.
2: hopefully that, that Blood that Angels rise. hype. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, main motivation for bringing the Blood Angels, you know, something I've been hype on for a little while. I think we talked about it last time it was on uh, the live battle reports with you guys. Uh, some people are asking yeah. about it because I play a lot of Death Guard in Ninth. Uh, but I've been hype on Blood Angels for a while. I took a break from painting them, got hype on them, finished them in four months when I actually sat down to start painting mm-hmm. and they're done. And I'm really excited to have my army done and get it on the table. Nope. But I am 100 percent, you know, willing to pivot if I have to, because some unforeseen shenanigans change that should not be applied to Blood Angels <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or... Whatever, but uh, I'm really excited about Blood Angels. They got uh, even better with AOC.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, that's something that makes me happy. Uh, Secondary Guard are real good. They were already
0: good. And now they're uh, just better and cheaper.
2: The thing is, they were already good, but they yeah. weren't like so good that you like... I didn't Mathematically, I think Vanguard Vengeance are better. Yeah, I can But now with AOC, there's a serious argument uh, to be had there because they have a stock to up save, which is <laughs> real dope <laughs> when you yeah, apply it. AOC to it and get a little cover, you know, splashed in. So, you know, I don't have like the Steve Box list, you know, with like three squads of them and the Salt Centurions, which I love. That was one of the first things I was like mm-hmm. drawn to in a Blood just list with AOC. But I've got my own brand, something that me and uh, Wyatt workshopped last year. Uh, we called it the Detachment. And uh, it's harder to play now because of the new Nephilim rules uh, on how many command points we have to start mm-hmm. the game. But six land speeders and nine attack bikes is the theme of the detachment it you know as a outright detachment and it's three two land speeder squad two man land speeder squads with multi-meltas and then three units of three attack bikes and the reason for that is just mathematically it's the most efficient way to to, to bring the most melted shots yeah and speed and msu uh because two land speeders stock regular you know gen one land speeders in, in a squad is 140 points yeah and that's there's 12 wounds, there's no damage scaling, they move 18 inches, that's four multi-melter shots. They get all the very plus cheap. one, to charges, everything. And they're great MSU scoring units, very cheap. And suddenly here's like some multi meltas and blow your stuff up, blew your tank up. Yeah. You know, uh, and obviously attack bikes uh, were very popular uh, like last year, but then they got a slight point increase, uh, but it's still totally reasonable for 180 points for three. You got 12 wounds, six multi-melter shots, they move 14 inches and they are core and they can be combat revived by an apothecary, only the ATVs cannot based on that FAQ. So like, that's like whole, literally whole entire attack bikes come back to life with the with, a, yeah. with a strategy. Are, are right? attack so, bikes,
0: might, or they're, they're bikes, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then uh, are speeders vehicles as well? They're vehicles, yeah. They're so vehicles. they're not core or
2: anything, but they, you know, but, the, but so it's just really a cool bonus that mm-hmm. you can literally bring back a whole entire attack bike. Yeah. For one CP, uh, and so that you know, that's the basis of the list. Lot like fast moving around, good board control, and I, I was really into the Vanguard veterans, and I had a bunch queued up for the list. But with the changes now, I've also kind of split that up with some Sangrenite Guard, right? So I got a big block of Sangrenite Guard, a max block of Vanguard Vet Storm Shields, Lightning Close, because I still like the Storm Shields. Yeah. Right. Even with AOC, uh, Storm Shield is they're basically the same thing in m- most situations. Uh, Storm Shield and cover gets you to that really that one plus save characteristic. Uh but storm shields also give you a walking around two-up save against AP zero. So that's mm-hmm. that's a whole thing. And uh so it's like having another squad of two up save guys. Mm-hmm. But also having that four up and vulnerable where you swarm somebody like a deadly abaddon like character to know that your guys don't just evaporate. Like you like 50% of damage reflection based or damage yeah. removal. You know so they're really good. Blood angels really hit hard with uh plus one to wound uh they're savage echoes they have an extra attack in the assault doctrine uh, Gar- uh priest is an hq not an elite so basically our mm. awesome healer guy is actually an obligatory hq it's a really good point savings he can take a mm-hmm. jump pack a Pot the carries can't so he can keep up with fast units he has an ability to pour out some blood from his chalice and put people into the assault doctrine so you can get savage echoes nice. uh just looks at a unit you Tonight, let's do this thing, you know? <laughs> let's party, and let's so, go. We're going. So, <laughs> a, lot, so a, lot of, a lot of great interactions where you basically are getting dudes up to, you know, Chaos Space Marine attacks, right? Because mm-hmm. you see these like, the new Chaos Space Marine codex just drop, warp Talons are five attacks, right? That's mm-hmm. like the baked in rules of a combo like this, right? You get an extra attack from Lightning Claw, extra attack from Savage Echoes, extra attack from Assault Doctrine, or uh, uh, Shock Assault or whatever, all these, Things that you stack on top of each other, you're seeing now are just getting baked into characteristics. But what yeah. that means is five attacks per Vanguard vet, right? With extra AP and all this crazy stuff. Same thing with uh Seven Guards. So they they are mm. super powerful units that have a lot of resiliency, right? Rec- to cut to balance a lot of speed to take advantage of that resiliency. Yeah. And a major change I made to the list more recently, uh, right? Like almost the same day I saw Steven Box was playing Dante, I had come to the decision that Dante is the Oh, he best. slaps. So he's good. the absolute mathematical best captain equivalent mm-hmm. for your army, for his points. Like, he's so cheap, he slaps. He gives you the point point click reroll. He, if he's your warlord, even in Nephilim, he's your warlord, you get one, one free CP, which then you expend to, he has to take heroic bearing, but that extends all his auras to nine inches, all his yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful when you have nine attack bikes and a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff that you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, the only other weird thing in the list that I have, which, you know, some people know about, some people don't, is I have a solo Whirlwind. Huh, you're, and You're a madman. Th- yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh my God. I, that was the thing I was so mad about, Zach, that like I was like so happy when the balance of new points came out and I was like, ah, here we go. I'm going to go to that Whirlwind and it's going to be 95 points. It's <laughs> <This> piece <laughs> of crap. <you> know? <laughs> Utterly like incapable it. of damaging a model, right? Yeah, With dude. all the new LOS rules, I'm like, nope, still 125, hot garbage tight but i still have one because it has access to a strategy room called suppressive fire which
0: mm-hmm.
2: you don't even you know it shoots without line of sight all you need to do is hit the target one cp cannot fight until all eligible targets are fault yeah, yeah my next turn
0: yeah it's really
1: super good. helpful yeah it's 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 a really good play for 125 yeah um, and so
2: in my list because i have like limited units uh it's it, sits on backfield objectives and helps. And the only other addition to my list, a change I had to react to, right, with the new Nephilim stuff, because I was using two detachments before. Yeah. And I had scouts and stuff. Right. Well, I had to, I need at least one unit of of in my army that has concealed positions, the ability to like, you know, forward deploy. And so I only slot I had available because I had to because I couldn't go to two detachments or yeah, it's yeah. minus I I don't have that many CP. As uh, so I took the unit of uh, eliminators, three, you know, three eliminators, 75 points.
1: Mm-hmm. And they are called yep.
2: three models. Uh, hmm. They have camel cloaks, AOC. So they have a zero save.
1: Yeah. It's uh, such a good call.
2: They conceal position. You can see uh, they actually everything. My army can move at least 12 inches, including them, because they have suppressive fire or they have a uh, covering fire. Mm-hmm. So they can move six, just randomly shoot anything. And it move six again.
1: Yeah, Yeah,
0: dude. That's one of the great things about Blood Angels is just how fast they are. And like in this game right now, moving fast is just like, it's bread and butter. Like it just, it helps you out so much.
2: That's actually what that's, that's the saving grace list, right? Yes. You got 30 multi meltas, but everything moves fast. So like these multi meltas on all these Mm. chassis is really just a, like, kind of like a, you know, cloak and dagger scenario here, right? Like where mm-hmm. a lot of people will look at them and get really transfixed by it. Like, let's say like a knight player, like, oh damn, that's a lot of counter multi-meltas. Like, I don't even care about that, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about what scoring points and winning the game, Yeah, right? This is all distractions, son. A secondary Guard will kill any knight. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't need these multi melters dog. <laughs> like, so th- it's all a distraction for scoring points, right? Especially with all the mm. reduxes on all the points, you know, and all the second uh, f- faction specifics, you know, and, and things like that. So all I'm trying to do is get to position, hold, pick points, suppress something that is dirty, like let's say a horrible chaos knight who seems unkillable. Hey, you fight last dog, charge me six inch heroic mm-hmm. intervention with some segregated guard, get got. So yeah. there's lots of little counters built in where I can be very defensive with this, like seemingly on paper, highly offensive list, right? Mm-hmm. And then if I need to be offensive, I can just throw the dice and roll out, put, you know, 30 multi meltas on your chin. So like mm-hmm. it's, not the best list, but it's so wacky and weird that a lot of people will not never prepared for it mentally. And so lists like that do I have had a lot of success with, especially in team formats. So I am pretty confident to play into a lot of strange matchups and do really well with this really wacky on-paper list that looks just utterly silly. That was the last time you saw six lance meters just yeah. lined up on the table regular I, I, ass lands
0: meters i i love how when you're building your list you're teching for like a mental game of like how can i just throw my opponent off and just like
1: it's so Kenny. <laughs> it's so Kenny.
0: that's
2: my favorite part of the that's uh, the, the psychological warfare, warfare.
0: Uh, yeah face. that's my favorite, favorite
2: <laughs> all
1: right all right i will say like 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 kenny's this is a good thing for like this is a tactics podcast right like this is a good example of how you build for a team tournament mm-hmm. so in my opinion, Kenny's two things, eliminators and the whirlwind, are probably not things that you want to bring to like a one v one. Even though I'm actually like a fan of uh, eliminators, I think yeah. they're they they can make a play. But now, like going back to Wyatt as like the captain and looking at what do you do, like Kenny's got options for some stuff where things where if he might be like, oh, on one v one I get stomped, but. I could, I could. This is like a 50 50 for me now. It's like a fall on the sword. So we could mm-hmm. pull out a fourth one, or a, Or something like that. I think this is a really good example of how you would tech for uh, like a team tournament format, yeah. like, like what list what, uh, listed.
0: Yeah. Being in like a really nice all rounder and everything like that. So then uh, you, you just have flex. some weird play, right? Because
1: yeah. someone's going to go, hey, uh, hey Matt, do you want to play Blood Angels or Chaos Knights? And you're like, oh, Blood Angels, right? And yeah. you're like, but you don't, but you don't know the Blood Angels list, right? Because you're yeah, not. you it's, think it's like thirty, 30 it,
2: guard right? or some shit, and he shows yep. like thirty multi-melted shots instead.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's fast and crazy, and then he's got these little tricks here and there, and you're like, oh, I mean, you can get a lot of wins that way uh, by just kind of blanketly not looking at someone's. Yeah, list like wins that you'll does. never
2: be able to get
0: again on that person.
1: Exactly, <laughs> uh, exactly, which is why it works in the team format. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Blood Angels coming over from Kenny Wyatt. How about let's uh, let's talk about uh, what you're bringing and uh, how that's working out for you. It's bringing the heat. We are back. <laughs> Did he is stretching? He's getting Did ready.
3: We, He's going. To... As Abaddon once said, "We have returned." Uh, <laughs> is CSM gonna... <laughs> is back. We got the new hot Codex. I'm so hyped on it. Um, for a while, I was ready to put Chaos down because um, last year. I played CSM the entire year. I got uh, like third ranked globally for uh, Chaos Space Marines, and I was like kind of feeling a little burned out because our decks was so long in the tooth. We just did not have uh, a lot of the tools that current decks have. Like, we just didn't have access to those tools. Mm -hmm. And um, I sat them down for a little bit, played some other stuff, and then we got our new decks. And I've already been uh, playing games. We did RTT this past weekend with them, and I really enjoyed it. And so uh I'm going to be bringing back CSM and uh playing Red Corsairs.
0: Let's go. Last
3: year was like demon engines was like the only real way to play them, where now we've kind of flip flopped where like your infantry is actually really good and the Legion rules are diverse and deep and the way that I really enjoy playing chaos is I want to go fast and I want to get stuck in. I want to fight you um, And Red Corsairs is advanced in charge all day. So they have advanced in charge. And the second part of their legion tree is they count as double models for uh, sitting on objectives, which is a great tool to have. It's like even if you're not obsec, if somebody else is an obsec, um, you're you're double their models. And with yeah. the way that objective holding works, like if I have Uh, a CSM Legionnaire squad and you have a squad of intercessors, they're both troops, but then it goes to total model count if I have uh, like some bikes or anything else on there. So all I have to do is outnumber you on objectives and I can take it and I can get anywhere I want to go. So I'm really enjoying that. Um, Abaddon is kind of like Gazgul, so he can go in like any Chaos Space Marines detachment as a, or not detachment, but Army as a Supreme Commander. And you still get all your fun Legion stuff, and he's just you know living his thug life and he will oh he'll do work. Like um D-
0: Didn't you just get like an RTT last weekend? And you're just like, dude, Abaddon's an auto-take now. Like you just have to take him.
3: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Like I, I was like, uh Abaddon fucks like Motley Crue in the 80s, man. Yeah, like, like he is <laughs> so good. Oh my like, god. I, I played into Chaos Knights, and um the way I kind of described csm offense on the long war when the the decks came out was like death by a thousand cuts because our troops have good ap for the most part like your accursed weapon mechanic is real good for chosen and terminators and stuff but it's a lot of one damage but the trade-off is we have like a billion attacks coming out of every unit so real high toughness stuff kind of hurts me because unless you want to spec into power fists which i don't think are as good for the, the point costs um that kind of hurts. But our characters like Abaddon and the Demon Prince and uh like Lord Discordant, Master of Executions, like they can do work. And in that Chaos Knights game, I was like, Oh, he's got me. Like, I just can't I can't touch these knights. And then I started giving people the bad touch with Abaddon. And he killed like five knights by himself. He just walked oh. right through them. Like the uh uh what's the what's it called? Like Dark Master. Uh, mm. thing on the Abominant. He's like, you can't can't hit me on anything better than fours. Can't reroll hits. He's uh, got his favor. So he's got transhuman. And I was like, all right, cool. And I just start rolling dice. I'm like, oh, OK, well, here's a bunch of sixes, which explode now. Yeah. Um, and then like, I went you on fours. Like, cool. Here's here's just a bunch of fours for you, dog. Like, oh, five of those are also sixes. Well, that's like five D three mortal wounds on top of all your saves. Like Abaddon's just like bah! knocking shit down. Um, I think he's going to get an FAQ. I'm just hoping yeah. that um, it's not before <laughs> Las Vegas teams, because no he's way. a little. There's uh, no
0: way he's not get going to get nerfed before. Yeah, he's NTT. he's There's like no objectively
3: way. too good yeah. for 300 points. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't think he's overpowered as far as his rules are concerned. I think he's just too good for 300 points. I think yeah, he needs yeah, to be he like 350.
2: He's just 300 points is very exciting. And in, a lot yeah. of people online would be like, yeah, they made his rule. You know, a lot of people always accuse you of making, like, you know, dope rules to sell models. It's like, dog, everyone already had an Ebon.
3: Yeah. <laughs> like, we already all bought our yeah. Epidones,
2: like, when he came out. like Yeah,
3: he's the war
1: master, dude. Like, he needs to be fallen. Every it's chaos just... dude on
2: Earth has him already. Like, it's, it's yeah. not
1: yeah. a... Don't mess with him. Just keep him where he's at. Don't, don't touch him. Let, <laughs> let the game creep up to him. Like, don't... Oh,
2: yeah. The, the thing is, it'll be... We're talking September eight late, late September is our event, right? Yeah, so I mean, like we'll see the stats, the, the analytics. We'll see what yeah. happens with Abaddon, and you know, it's entirely possible it's not a thing. Like nobody's doing anything with him. Like nobody's winning events. It's not you know, like unless it's something like Admic is seven of the top eight. Like it, like that's why they want an apology tour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we'll uh, see what 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 to see if, if chaos is even going to be like that. But I mean, 300 points. He's exciting and he's an auto include. Like as oh awesome. yeah, he's
3: so he's so good and. Uh, some old characters are are new again. Like here on Blackheart is somebody that hasn't been good in like 15 years. And all of a sudden he's like pretty good character. like, all the characters. Like
2: he's worth good. Yeah, That's like good.
3: Lucius the Eternal is back and he's like. He's been a for forever. So bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like. Um, so I got Huron on the list, like uh, mainly because in the new decks, there's only three ways to get full hit rerolls uh, as like a like a chapter master point and click. You know, uh, one is Abaddon, one is uh, Harken Worldclaimer, and the other one is Huron Blackheart. So by taking Abaddon and Huron, I get two instances of point and click full hit rerolls on core units or characters. Uh, And that really helps because one of the big tech pieces of this army is a huge brick of terminators to hang out with Abaddon and um, they advance in charge. So all of a sudden my terminators are fast, which is great. Um, And a big old unit of chaos bikers, which are back for the first time in a long Mm -hmm. time. Um, And with certain buffs and uh, relic choices, those guys are really hard to kill. So i can you know you guys get rerolls. you guys get rerolls, and they go off and they do all sorts of fun things um we've got some really cool stratagem support the uh big one is hounds of huron so the biker units can advance out 20 inches they can charge they can fight and then i play that stratagem and they leave before you can fight me back so i can do all sorts of really fun things with those bikes for like board control and um secondaries, different things like that. So I can stay, I can be stuck in, I can tie up a bunch of units by piling in and consolidating, um, and they're really hard to kill. Yeah, those mice go like
2: 50 inches, man. Like, oh yeah, man.
3: dude, or I can do the, the gravity slingshot where like I yeah. charge into something, make, I fight man. you, and then I move 14 inches somewhere else and exist. Um, and then a, a piece of tech that I kind of figured out at this tournament last weekend was sometimes it's better to actually go charge something beat it up a little bit um make it like maybe make a squad combat effective and then i play that stratagem and i boost right back to in range of all of my buffers because what can happen against uh, some matchups is they'll be out there for that oh, one that turn, turn. and then the next turn they won't have their buffs so they become a lot less tanky you, you and get stuck just in die. for
2: a turn and your your unit is spec to be tough and then you boost out the other combat phase if you're still in combat. And then you start your command phase already in range of certain buffers that require exactly. you to be. That's exactly. Really and then they can
3: go off and do it again. So I'm like, I'm moving out 20, charging, fighting, it's not a coming back within move, range, and then moving out like 20 again. again.
2: It's yeah. like a hit and run. Yeah. You have like, basically, if you use it in the right sequence, it's a hit and run right? It's yeah hit and
0: run. Man, that sounds cool. Look, it's like Harlequins had that rule and they took it away and then they gave it to. Chaos space, yeah, dude, we're space pirates. We still, yo,
3: still, you like our secondary is yeah. all about looting and plundering. Yeah. I mean,
0: to be fair
2: though, like Dark Elder are also space pirates, they have like sails mm-hmm. on their ships. Yeah. Well, I mean, so yeah,
0: yeah. but so, so, no, cool. so, why, <laughs> so, why, why, uh, why that specific list and how come, uh, Chaos Space Marines? I mean.
3: Chaos Space Marines is the, just the size like, that
0: you just like. Chaos Space Marines. They're like my spirit animal. Yeah, and like they
3: just they just are. Uh, but that list, it, it's almost entirely because that's the way that I find your the most enjoyment. Yeah, like hundred um, percent Like I really fell in love with Chaos uh, for the first time in uh, early Eighth Edition because. You could do like the alpha legion forward deploy and you could use corn berserkers and just get stuck in like super early and do all sorts of really fun stuff because that's just how i want to play chaos like the the really complicated uh super cagey style of chaos never really jived with me the way that it does with kenny so being able to do that again for the first time in a really long time just makes me really happy and it just plays good like yeah. it's not the,
2: the greatest the way, army but it does work that's like Wyatt's personal army like somebody
0: thought of Wyatt when they wrote those rules Wyatt wrote it himself I think <laughs> that's what it was bro I wish I think, I think if I wrote it
3: that all of that would have been on world eaters because like world eaters that's is all, what I yeah. wanted
2: that's also but, why you and that's kind
3: of what makes me sad yeah. is like I can get down with red corsairs because I like their lore and I like their look and Huron is super cool but they're like everything that I want in World Eaters, but better. So like, I wish that was on World Eaters, yeah. but Red Corsairs you is You actually awesome. were
2: starting your World Eaters army and then Red Corsairs came out and you're like, these are the rules that I wanted. So we're playing Pevody. Yeah, they're out- both red. It's fine. <laughs> if, if, that's <laughs> advice to anyone listening to the podcast. If you get ready to start your Chaos army, we, me and Wyatt have been saying this for like three weeks. Don't pick Emperor's Children, though they're very powerful and they're very crowd favorite. Your first Chaos army, paint it red.
3: Yeah, don't even worry about it. Make your own war bands. Uh, I tell people the same thing with Space Marines. Like, unless it's just you have like a fire in your heart for somebody like Salamanders or Ultramarines or Blood Angels, like make your own custom chapter and paint it whatever color you want with like mm-hmm. custom symbols. That way you get way more mileage out of the money that you're putting into the hobby. Mm-hmm. Same with chaos, like don't, unless you're like just a die hard Black Legion or Emperor's Children fan, um, just make up your own custom Warband. Get, like, some cool emblems that are generic or unique to you from, like, Paco's the Monkey or somewhere, and paint your guys whatever color you want. That way you can be all the legions.
0: I agree. I agree. I, I, well, I, I mean, like, when it comes to, like, just hobby in general, I always say, like, just paint the stuff the way that you guys want to paint it because you can usually just, like, swap over to whatever high Fleet that... Or not high Fleet, but, like, any faction that you guys kind of want to go for, like any sub-faction without being pigeonholed into one thing. It just helps, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. spread you know. your money more.
2: I think it's worth mentioning, too, on this t- Tactics Podcast, uh, Wyatt's army, so like his bike unit, which he did, he doesn't even have to go to detail on because I think the internet mostly knows about bike, the new Chaos biker style. It's going to be everywhere if you're playing Chaos. But also what's going to be everywhere is Abaddon's. And I I think Wyatt should break down the Master oh, Executioner. Right.
3: I have the anti Abaddon, but and he works in a lot of situations. So we got Mo. is the he's the master of executions, dirty Moe. Um, you give him the Mark of Nurgle. Uh, the Mark of Nurgle in and of itself is kind of weird. It's not as good as you might think it is uh, for anybody who doesn't know if you have the Mark of Nurgle and you attack that unit, if the attacker's strength of their weapon is equal to or double the toughness of your guy, you're minus one to wound. So for most Space Marine stuff, you're like, if it's strength four or strength eight, minus one to wound. Kind of meh, whatever. But what you get access to with the Mark of Nurgle is really good. Uh, the Nurgle demon weapon is what we're going for. And it's really cool because the Master of Execution is tailor-made to kill characters. That's his whole thing. And what the demon weapon does now is it replaces his axe but it still has the same stats like it makes it a relic it adds this additional rule but it still has the same stats
2: yeah the demon weapons and, don't come with characteristics there's no right. like strength nothing it's That's like nice. these two abilities add it to the dude's weapon
3: That's nice. exactly and those abilities are one if it hits it wounds fantastic Ballet. because wounding is the hardest dice to convert the second rule is it ignores wound cap rules and rules like oh. feel no pain so any oh. rule that it has where you would ignore wounds yeah um it ignores that rule it uses uh, the actually yeah.
2: any rules the model has that would ignore wounds
1: oh. and so
2: when you look at wound cap rules like what abenor has it literally says that any additional wounds are ignored it right?
1: doesn't matter. Yeah. Feel no pain yeah. says
2: a similar thing ignored that's also why things like helix gauntlet and other cool abilities that turn a damage characteristic to zero or important wording i always thought that was strange That there's a wording where it says, hey, you can take the first failed save and turn the damage characters to zero. So this is not just ignoring it. No, because we have a rules interaction Mm -hmm. that specifically targets things that ignore the ones.
3: Yeah. And this is this has been there before. Um, There might be more instances, but the one that comes to my head is Valerian from Custodes. Uh, So this guy is what I was worried about a lot was like, how do I deal with Abaddon in the mirror match? Because like, I'm probably going to see it at some point. Um, and this is the guy, like, this is the guy that you want to send into Abaddon because he can kill Abaddon in one turn, right? You give him the uh, Hatred Eternal, I think the Warlord trait is called. Let's yeah. him reroll all hit rolls. Oh, so oh, that means it always oh, God. <laughs> Right. Oh my gosh. Um, and this it also gives Matthew him an additional attack. Like, the strength doesn't matter because we don't wound with this weapon, so it could be strength one for all we care. Um, but it does give him an additional attack as well, so uh, he gets that one more chance
2: that's a free additional wound (laughs) right
3: and uh the other thing because it's the same axe so it also has a rule that if you uh wound on a six you do two mortal
2: wounds
3: yeah 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 it's it's on a six you do two mortal wounds so um that just helps uh on top of it because then it's not a save that you have to deal with because your hits wound but your target still gets to get saves against them so when you pair that with, you know, your, your full hit rerolls rolls plus uh, wanton slaughter, where sixes explode, every six that you roll is going to do those mortal wounds, but then those additional hits go immediately to the wound step, and it's a minus three weapon, Wow, which is fantastic. It ignores the, uh, the feel no pains and the, and the wound cap. hits
2: on a twos, so oh, he yeah. can just reroll everything that's not a six. And What's the copies? point cost
1: on this guy? Like ninety points.
3: Oh, yeah, I think he's he's ninety because he's a sixty-five point gosh. model, and then you give him the mark for fifteen.
1: Oh my gosh, this is
3: yeah,
2: like. Yeah, I mean, he has, he has in no vulnerabilities or anything like that. You yeah. will spot yeah. his ass. Yeah,
1: yeah. real quick. Uh, but this guy but, can run in charge, right? Because he's very corsair. So you yes, can just fuck yes. him in you somewhere. Yeah. Dance in yeah. charge. Like my threat
3: range for stuff is so deceptive because of the advanced dance in charge. He's really good. And then um, the other thing you unlock. With uh, Nurgle is the transhuman stratagem. So Space Marines can just Uh, put it on all requisite models. But for Chaos, you have to be Mark of Nurgle to be able to transhuman. So Mm. if he does get caught out, I have that defensive play I can put onto him.
2: Yeah, and and it's um, it's it's powerful. Yeah, Yeah. no, he he is really powerful. He's always been like this. This isn't even like that. He's basically the carbon copy of what he was before. This like this has always been his role, and Wyatt has basically workshopped a way to use him to counter his own guy, right? Because he's like, yeah. I can't just be putting Abaddon. It's, it's Abaddon. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. Instead, he, this, this workshop 90-point elite choice, because he's not an HQ, he's an elite, mathematically does eight wounds. That's, that's like his average. His average against Abaddon is eight wounds, like, which kills him. Like mm-hmm. he, So like it, this 90-point guy goes in there, and even let's say the worst rolls happened ever. Let's say my dude goes in there, Rolls all those dice, gets two sixes, does four mortal wounds, and Abaddon passes all saves. You have already done more wounds than normally possible, to Abaddon. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Right. Because you can only do three in a phase. Yeah. So yeah, and then no you can compare you say, that like, with doing uh, with katans and stuff. Like it's the Yeah, same and he's yeah. he's
3: great with uh, satans. Yeah. Because Necrons are making a resurgence. Um, Gaskell smacks down characters like Morphin Vol that have those uh, feel no pains and stuff. Like yeah. he ignores those. Yep. Uh,
2: like a bunch of one wound people with six up, the pains. He's just like, he actually can hurt them real bad too with all those mortal wounds and stuff yeah. like, and he doesn't have to deal with the pesky. Mm-hmm. I made two sixes <clears throat> and you didn't kill the squad bullshit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's that's a, that's super a great big, unit, man. Super I, that's, that's great I definitely unit. wanted Wyatt to highlight that. Because that's one of the, yeah. I think, one of the most important tactical updates he's yeah. done. To the and list. I got to
3: give credit where it's due because like, uh, Steven, who was on chapter tactics last time from XPZ, we have been scheming on uh, Chaos for weeks at this point, and we were both kind of running into this same problem. Like, what do we do in the mirror match? Like, how do we deal with these uh, abaddons and characters with wound caps and stuff like that? And we were trying to figure out the best way to do it because you're kind of limited on HQ choices. And the Master of Execution got moved to the Elite slot. So he's an Elite character now. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of landed on this after kind of figuring out the best way to do things. Because a lot of the demon weapons are really good. Like mm, If all we're not talking different. about Feel No Pains and Wound Caps, the offensive ceiling uh, is sometimes better with these other demon weapons. But what we needed was a specific answer to this problem, and that's the Nurgle weapon. So yeah. we created
2: Mo. Mo. So now we know why it can get thrown into Chaos matchups with Abaddon, if, especially told, if yeah. they're not teched against Abaton, Abaddon.
0: Yeah. Mm, mm. mm. All right, okay, okay. So Wyatt sitting on Chaos Space Marines, all nice and pretty. Mm-hmm. But what about uh, what about you, Zach? What are you, what are you <laughs> thinking about doing here, huh? <laughs>
1: I don't know. I just started planning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into my planning phase. I haven't played since Dice Hammer, so yeah, uh, I gotta got to start. We had our
2: first team meeting the other day,
0: right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like our pseudo team meeting, and I was like, "Hey, so what's what's up in forty K these days? Uh, mm. What what do I have to read about?" His um, mind
0: got blown like 50 times
1: during that call. Oh, no, it's great. <laughs> I love it. It's like the best. I, yeah. I sometimes love taking a break from this game, side tangent, and then coming back and hearing all the cool stuff that happens. And, and it, it's amazing. It's just like like this little 90-point massive execute. Oh, it's great. It's, it's great for the game. It's so, <laughs> I think if you're ever burnt out with the game, take a break and come back, and you'll realize just how cool it is. And yeah. You won't get as tilted as all the... All, I think if you stay in it, you get a little more upset. But anyways... Um, uh-huh. Yeah, I uh, I picked up uh, picked up my Chaos Knight book. That's Very cool. excited. Yeah, might have to get back on those boys. It's been a long time since I've had to defend the title. Um. Uh, but yeah, right now, uh, they're there. Just you know, Chaos Knights is has my heart. They did well for me in eighth. I think they're. When we talk about play styles. They're they're more there. However, and going a little bit deeper, they're the way that the book kind of puts you is not really my favorite on how I personally like to play nights. Um, you know, sisters is in that is in that, um, category right now. It seems like they're really good sisters is one that, um, I mean, I I don't know. I'll just be honest about it. Like when, when I look at team tournaments and tournaments in general, where you pay money to go, right. I got to pay for the ticket, pay for the hotel, pay for the travel, I don't really have an attachment to what I like to play. I have an attachment to how do I win <laughs> because I'm paying good money to go. So like half the time, it's more about like, what do we need to like fill the slot to get a W? Um, you know, so that's like nids or sisters or like whatever's good at the time, right. And then access to army, which is why you kind of start prepping now. Mm. Um, but you know, now death guards on the table, it seems like, cause Kenny might not be touching him. Um, And, you know, I haven't looked at Thousand Suns in a while, but with AOC, they're real good. So there's a lot of options that kind of, that kind of fly through.
0: Yeah. So you're kind of just like floating around trying to figure out what you want, right?
1: Yeah, I think. He also just
0: named three of his most notorious tournament lists,
2: right? Like he, like his, in eighth edition, he ruined that ass with 1K Suns. Like he was all over the SoCal scene with his janky ass strategies that nobody ever seen doing crazy stuff, right? Then he had his chaos nights, uh, and I think you were were you, were you like best nights at one time.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep,
2: yeah, like be, like the whole year, right? Like best nights mm-hmm. the whole yeah. So like he's also like a former chaos world best nights player.
1: That's and, nice. Really fun.
2: Yeah, and you just but, went yeah. to LVO with your new death guard and went like five and one, right? Like just yeah. casual, casual five and one, right? With
1: casual, your death guard. Uh, uh death guard's death guard solid it's yeah it's you know and and like we talked about you build one v one for different first team and so knights i think knights always have a good spot in team tournaments right because they're really good first defender um if you gotta fall on the sword they're great to do that because they're hard to kill depending on what you're playing and if you're good at playing them um you know someone might be like oh i I can handle knights but you know if you start rolling bad for the first two turns that's, that's where knights will get you right if the the punch back from a knight is really hard and uh really strong and um, you know they definitely have their swings and ups and downs so i mentioned all that because i don't want to get too attached to chaos knights i'm still mm-hmm. reading through the book there's things that i like there's things that i really don't like um i think that kind of happens but they seem like a real solid army uh in, in general um sisters has always been good um uh, but they're all they're not my favorite to play like i think they yeah, you're a tall it's like oh
0: man like you're just so tall and like these models are so true. small and these tables are so low yeah, to the floor yeah. and there's always so many of the models too yes yeah. yeah
1: yeah they, the the table height you know if 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 people are listening to that please make them a little bit taller that'd be great so i'll have to like and over, or whatever.
0: Why don't you just become uh, shorter then? How about oh, that? Geez, that no, it's I can't it's do easier that. for you to become shorter <laughs> than it is for them to change all of the table sizes. It is. Sizes?
1: <laughs> it's those uneven tables that always get me. Where like one's higher, one's lower. Yeah, that's yeah. the not <laughs> that right? But yeah, sisters. You know, I'm, I'm starting a bit earlier now to prep for this because sisters like takes a while to play and learn with the clock and get good. Um, but they oh, seem okay. to have the most chances for your highest point outcome on an average level. And I know, you know, Kenny and I talked about this when we were doing team tournaments in eighth, you know, I brought that Nurkle list to always score 35 points out of 40, no matter what. And if you can find that style of list, which I think most tournaments that, people that win a lot of tournaments, um, if you can find that list agnostic of your favorite, then like, you know, you, sh- you should bring that. So for team tournaments, it's, it's a big deal. So I, I kind of feel like sisters can do that. I've got a, I got a good army. Uh, as far as like the, the unit count and models that I have. Um, but I haven't, I haven't looked at them in a, in a long, long time. So um, I think the things to talk about with that, you know, Chaos Knights are there. Um, and I, I, got, I got to test them out. I think the couple of things that I like about it, there's the book is strong. I, I love those dark favors. I think it's the coolest thing that they've done for that, for that, for that army in a long time i think when i read that i was like this is exactly what was needed it's really fun a lot of flavor because if you're a night player you were always five points over or 100 points under you know like like when you made a list and now you can balance out that 100 points under with your with some favors to give yourself some power yeah yeah and it's really really neat there's a lot of flavor in that you can do some meme but then it pushes you into like a real competitive level um the the hard part that in which because I don't like to play knights this way, is it's a very war dog list build. I mean, and, and it's very apparent that that's the best thing to do when you put the math down and the cost of each one and the speed and their offset. I mean, they just, they offer so much and there's more war dog option now, which, which is great. Um, but they're really, really good at like 140 points. I mean, each one, right? So I think your 13, 14 war dog list will, will be super dominant. Um, I think the hard part about that, and this is where in in, in a one v one tournament, it's rough. You don't always win the mirror match, though, yeah. um, that's, and and that's purely based on. And terrain becomes a problem now. Like, do you have enough or too little to hide yourself? I mean, thirteen war dogs on what are they? Ninety mils, one twenty mils. I mean, that's 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 a lot of They're real hefty. estate. They're to chunky. Pack up, yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, back in eighth when I I ran three nights and five. Um, which was a really, I just really did really well with that list. It was like the perfect match of how you would balance terrain and war dogs to hide everything and all that kind of stuff. And so now you're kind of looking at some of those things, but all I have to say, um, is really self-sufficient <clears throat> houses, um, having like, I mean, Okay. Side tangent. Trail destruction sucks now. I'm so upset that they changed that. Kenny. <laughs> I'm so upset that they changed. I know. Changed that. It's, it's I'm crazy. so mad. It's that like that was our like first most, stratagem too,
2: man. Yeah. That was like it, our it's index. Like the most
1: iconic one too. You just like they just they just killed it. They're just like you know what? You gotta be shooting someone on an objective and you get the reroll one. Like come on, like that's not trail of destruction. It that's
2: so yeah. That's like trail of you know
1: light baby. talking like, trees.
3: You know yeah like, yeah like yeah. Turn email.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, like, out of all the stratagems, like, 70% are based on war dogs. Right? And so it, it just instantly takes you into that world. Anyways, yeah, it's steering um,
2: you toward war dogs, which you don't. That's not your favorite style, but, it's not. you know.
1: Yeah. And and really, when I think about team tournament, and, and what got me into chaos Knights, it was reading that, that two-inch uh, engagement rule, um, like, or back into Knights oh. in general, which sounds like it's not going to be really a thing anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Um, from what TO's doing. But... The old, the old idea of five big knights at 400 points apiece to make 2,000 and they're all melee with a two-inch range is really scary. I mean, not many lists can kill three uh, or even two in, in, a, in a thing, and the fact that you could potentially buff most stuff, that's, that's rough, right? Um, and so that was a neat idea, which sounds like it's going to be going by the wayside. But, uh, but, it, but in general, you're right. Uh, the 13 Wardock style, I think, is super good for a 1v1. Um, it's a real big all-comer. But I do, there's a couple units that I like. I think the Desecrator, um, which is the one, and I love this, it's a nine-inch aura, not six. And so when you think about how big your base size is and how small the table is now, um, you want to go midfield, which is always a good strategy in Warhammer 40k, and just own that midfield. And that's giving off the reroll once to hit. And that's really, really good. Um, And I think you can fit in like 9 or 10 Wardocks with that with some upgrades. Um, And so now you're really able to... Shoot your way out of stuff. Potentially melee your, your way out of stuff with some of the sweeping strike changes that they did. Um, and they're strong. And you know, I think it's I think it's a good enough list to bring, um, But then you kind of get locked into that first defender potentially, right? Yeah. And that's something that we'll we'll, we'll have to talk about while we want.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So you're sitting there on either uh, Chaos Knights or Sisters as of right now. Maybe some Thousand Sons or Death Guard honestly yeah like, we'll see Zach, we'll see what happens pick up anything and you'll do fine like it's just like <laughs> you'll just you'll just stomp on everybody it doesn't matter i mean it's it's almost not fair he's just like too tall yeah too, <laughs> hands, too good at 40k yeah like this guy's like talk. No, like oh this guy God. can just win with any army he's talking about his back oh hurting God. like come on oh man like the like,
1: like, oh <laughs> guys are ridiculous no i mean really it's it's like uh, and this is kind of goes in it, and if people are like me and like why I like team tournaments, I like to flex and fill and fill the spot we need. I'm, I love it. I think think it's, it's a different challenge to get ready and prepared yeah. in a couple of months for something. I think it's super fun. It keeps the game really alive in, in your heart and in your mind to play something different. Um, I think what you were talking about, Matt, with, with, uh, SDO and, and teams are how, oh. how vast of a difference that is, you know, um, I really got burnt out on one V one tournament today. I mean, I played yeah. so many, like, like what Wyatt's doing. It's so many, right. To like earn that spot and to earn that prestige and to earn that, you know, it's fun. Um, but then you hit a team tournament. You're like, Oh, this is actually, this Way is actually fun. fun. It's like 10 yeah.
0: times more. And fun. it's, yeah. and
1: it's just as competitive. Um, the whole mini g- game that Wyatt has to play as a captain is super yeah. cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And,
0: and then we can just keep bugging and, him when he's doing it as being like, Hey, Hey, what's going on? Yeah, what are, we, what are we going up against? I want this team. Yeah, and then, like,
1: and then and and yeah, then the strategy really of like, that. hey, yeah, yeah like <laughs> if, if like like Wyatt told me, it's like, hey, uh, I'm throwing you something super hard. Okay, gotcha, coach. You know, what I mean, it's like Matt, it's, Wyatt's also it's clever because a-
2: he use like he'll use like mind games too. Like mm. uh, when we were at the last event, he's like he'll do things like in that scenario where he's like someone has to absorb this list, yep. right? He will like not he, like he did it to me when he was like, would you rather play something called this or this? Like just casually throws it out yeah. there. It, it has the Dick City moment. Oh, yeah. Dick City. <laughs> and and, and uh, which is hilarious. And that's the yeah, uh, that's uh,
3: yeah. that's Jason Kavetsky with uh, XPZ because he runs like 15 of the Forge World Custody Spikes, which are pretty phallic. He runs so as it's... many
2: as you can have from the codex and then fills it out with the, the, the Forge World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dick bikes, right? And so he just throws it out there. And I was like, obviously, Dick City, I'll play that. No idea what it is. Let's do it. But he's like, literally saying, like, this list is dumb. Go loose to it real quick for us. You know, yeah. What I mean? yeah. He's like, codes real quick, you know, like, and it's like,
0: it's like I love that. I love yeah. that. And and then then sometimes you can pull out. Does mind games all day, even if it's detrimental to yourself, does mind games like all He knows day, what I'm going to answer. Yeah.
2: He's like, would you rather play this or something called Dick City?
0: And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Dick City, like, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Like so, like
2: there's a lot of strategies. I'm saying, and like why he's been doing a good job
0: at at that. So, Mm -hmm. but Matt, what about you, man? We haven't even talked about like what you're playing. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, I don't want to put the camera on me. I'm gonna just keep it on wide because, like, I don't want to like just have it be on my face because then I I don't like it. Anyways, um. Uh, I right now I'm thinking about either playing Tyranids or uh going to Harlequins, but I think I'm just gonna stick with Tyranids because like Tyranids. they're just like they're so comfortable for me, like I love playing them, they're still really good, they're still really, really Super good. good. I, I, you know, I feel I, I, they're the army that I have the most practice with at this point. So, those are the armies that we are running. Uh, we are a little bit over here, so we're just going to uh basically. Uh, end this off with uh, going with the roundtable of what armies we're afraid of and what armies that we don't want to fight against, and then we'll end off the podcast from there. Let's start with Wyatt. Hmm. Wyatt, what armies do you not want to fight against?
3: Probably Tyranids with lots of high toughness.
0: Oh, okay, so my list. You don't um, want to- yeah, it, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, just because yeah. like I have no experience against it and sp- the, the army that I'm playing right now kind of struggles against super high toughness stuff. Yeah. Um... Man, like sisters is actually a really hard matchup for me because if True. the player is really good, sisters just like they punch above their yeah. points weight so mm-hmm. efficiently that it's just hard because it's like they also have armor of contempt. And I played against a sisters player yesterday and barely, barely won. Um, and I was thinking the whole time, I'm like, man, my units are like in bricks of like 100 or so points about that average, and they just do not have the same offensive output as uh, like Repentia or the uh, sisters with the multi maltas and stuff like they're just so efficient for what they do. And there's just so many models. And AOC is really annoying on armies like sisters like on space marines it's a little bit different because you're, you're kind of you can spec for it a little bit easier yeah but sisters i was like dude this is a slog oh, and yeah. I, it shouldn't be which is weird
0: yeah Uh, but yeah probably
3: those two is what i don't want to see
0: yeah like dude armor of contempt like that's the main reason why i don't like playing harlequins right now is because of armor of contempt because like once you hit like that ap1 which harlequins have a lot of with like their shuriken cannons it's like Dude, it sucks it's like a 50 50 chance yeah. on whether or not you're gonna kill a marine man it's like it's terrible yeah. Yeah. all right um Kenny what about you man what do you uh what do you what do you not want to fight against
2: I, I think I'm a little bit more concerned with Harlequins. oh really okay okay right now just with the, with this blood angel list like I wasn't as worried about I'm with my my death guard style uh but mm-hmm. a whole army of four of invulnerables and you know transhuman hitting and no rerolls. Mm-hmm. it's a bit of a it does kind of instantly devalue one of my strategies, you know, like, cause I Mm -hmm. I want to be able to use the multi-meltas when that's required of me, like in a very offensive way. And a lot of Highland armies like on paper seem like a great place to put those multi-meltas until you factor in that there's no fucking re-rolls and I hit on fours and they have 50% of their saves. You know what I mean? So that's a tougher one for me uh, to crack. And they're just about as capable. They're, yeah, equally, if not more capable of doing similar board control shenanigans with their fast movement and vehicles, uh, that do cost more points than a lot of what I'm doing, but they are also harder to interact with and do more and sometimes do more offense. So, that yeah. that's that's not necessarily a matchup
0: that I am uh, optimized to uh, go into. And, and mm. I, I
2: feel a little concerned
0: with yeah, it. <laughs> I feel that, and and also their secondaries are just like wild. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. with the new Nephilim rules where they can take like three of them. They have two really great secondaries that they're just going to score mm-hmm. 15s on all the, all the time. Like they're guaranteed 30 points. Yeah. On hey, them. One of the
2: ways to stop them is to take them off the table. And yeah. I'm just not
0: confident with my ability to take them mm-hmm. off the table fast enough. I feel that. I feel that. All yeah. right. Okay. And then uh, what about you, Zach? What are you afraid to go up against? <laughs> nothing? Is it nothing?
1: Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. care yeah. i think i think the stuff i don't like playing against and i say nothing because i don't even know what's really out there but sure that's all kind of same stuff but uh to put into perspective what kenny said like things that move fast in board control well and are in are tough which is a lot of eldar are mm-hmm. always tough to play against I, like those are just hard matches in general yeah. um you know the stuff that, like, why it's doing. I think is 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 tough, but like, at least it's in your face and you know what's going to happen. But if you're like, hey, I'm I'm a, I'm a void reaver that can move 24 inches and shoot you and just get angles on you, right? Because it goes into your your train deployment has to be mm-hmm. on par or you lose, right? And I think that's where things get tough. So if you fight armies like that, um, where they have high mobility and and just hit like a hammer, those are those are never never fun to play against. But mm-hmm. if you, if you can strategize a decent amount um you can you can come up with a, with a better shot but um yeah uh,
0: yeah okay okay i feel that i feel that um, don't matter to me yeah <laughs> <laughs> um as for me i i also i want to double up and just say that i don't want to fight against sisters either uh just because like
1: hey two sisters list huh well, he, maybe i should play some sisters
0: it's just that like i just don't want to deal with them it's too many they battles. trade so well they, trade, oh, so they well, trade so well and then like one of the things that i hate about sisters is that like it's hard to differentiate their units from each other and like mm. sometimes i get confused on what's what and like i just never have a good time when i fight against sisters um but everything else like i'm totally fine i like if i have to take sisters i'll take it because like the one thing that i bring in my list are spore mines um with a uh, biovores mm. and those are like super 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 underrated mm-hmm. right now um so like I can just move block the sisters like as much as I have to and be totally fine, and they'll just stake mortal wounds, and it doesn't matter. Um, yep. So like I can totally fight it. It's just that I just don't want to. Like it's just yeah. it's just the army that I have the least fun fighting against the sisters, especially when they're just like oh. miracle dice, miracle you- dice, and I'm just like oh man, <laughs> fuck. I man, do want to try some miracle that way, dice dude. Yeah,
2: since day one, dude. Mm-hmm. Like third edition. Day one, when we got the Sisters of Battles rules, it's always been the jankiest shit that and kind of like what you just said, we're like, I can't even tell these units apart. That has always been the case of like Mm -hmm. you as an opponent being just kind of confused. Yeah. by like what you're even looking at. And they've always had some, and right now you have these miracle dice, right? Yeah. Which are noxious. And some people are really good at using them. It's real demoralizing Oh yeah, right?
0: it's super yeah. demoralizing sometimes. But
2: they've always had a mechanic like that. And this is the least horrible version of the mechanic. Mm-hmm. Doug. Like they had these mechanics for ages that were like
1: <laughs> acts of
2: faith, right? It used to be like this list of things they can do in third edition when it started. And it was always based on leadership, but yeah. they were—it was silly because some of them were like roll under the unit's leadership, roll over the unit's leadership, and they, they oh. so it wasn't uniform, it wasn't just like pass leadership. Oh, yeah. it. Awful. it was it's like,
0: like so many rules, man. Like I can't do. You it. just uh. didn't know. You was like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna struggle back to my feet
2: heroically. Basically, it was like fourth you field know, pain, right? And it was like, is that an under and over? Like, I mean, I don't even know at this yeah. point because you did like thirty <laughs> other ones. Like, you know, it was always like that throughout every edition. Where you just did—it was the. Most sounds awful.
1: Difficult yeah, right? yeah. sounds, I, yeah. sounds
0: awful. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, that's like the only. And like I said, like that's the only reason why I don't like fighting against them. It's just that, like, I I can handle them. I just don't want to fight them. It's like, why would I want to? Um, but yeah, that is uh, that's pretty much uh, this episode. We uh, we kind of talked for a pretty long amount of time uh, as we always do because it's just fun talking about forty k. But that is uh, it for this episode. Let's go into some plugging here. Uh. Let's start with uh, Wyatt. Wyatt, go ahead and plug yourself on where everyone can find you on the social media spaces.
3: Yeah, so I uh, have a Twitch channel stream three nights a week, Tuesdays, Saturdays, and Sundays at 5 p.m. U.S. Central Time. It's twitch.tv slash painting with underscores. And uh, same name on Patreon and Instagram.
0: Heck yeah. Kenny, where can they find you? You can find me on any platform
2: as next level painting pretty easily. But the main thing I want to plug is I'm actually teaching classes at LVO. Oh, so
1: nice. Congrats. That's amazing. So that's the oh, first to that. Thank
2: you. Thank you. That's the first time I'm actually going to be uh, uh, doing an IRL seminar of any, in any type in, in this hobby space uh, at a trade show. Like I've done IRL painting courses, like, you know, privately with game shops and stuff like that. Uh, and I have an education platform. Uh, I've basically taught my curriculum about 160 times now. So we be, we're we taking that curriculum to LVO, tickets on sale. It's a one-day course, and it's a seminar format, demonstration format with a lot of preparation, big screen and everything like that. There's like uh, hobby gift bag options and stuff like that. So first time ever, Next Level Painting, we'll be doing an IRL seminar at LVO, tickets on sale right now for Frontline Gaming.
0: Let's do it. Thank Love you it. for that. Thank you for the Love plug it. on that. Frontline Gaming at the very end there. I like that um zach where can they find you on social media nowhere
1: absolutely nowhere <laughs> oh, i'm dark you can find me at at, at at jack of close painting or next level painting you should just uh, go he's
0: got an OnlyFans, you know yeah. <laughs> two hands and two i do
1: not have an only i do not have an only fans no it's onlyfans.com
0: forward slash <sighs> what what
1: big i grade. am i am <laughs> big i am not on the internet at all no I'm not, i don't have an OnlyFans. i don't have an instagram I'm, I'm one of those one, I'm one of those people So yeah. just go find these two and, and, He's got and a LinkedIn
2: I guarantee you LinkedIn. LinkedIn.
1: Yeah. I have a LinkedIn Just cause work But uh, I mean I mean I, I, I guess I go on Dice Check sometimes Let's yeah. hang out with you dudes Yeah, yeah. Maybe that You can find me At one of these Three places Of these Of these fine <laughs> gentlemen If you ever want to See this face, I'm probably there Randomly yeah. yeah Yeah Yeah
0: Um And then As for myself You guys can find me Either on here Or over on Dice Check Um yeah, so that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys for watching. Hope that you guys enjoyed it. Uh, press the like button if you guys liked it. Press the subscribe button um, to support the channel and everything like that. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, everybody.